Universal, Justin Lin, Vin Diesel, the, the, the powers that be that control the content of these teasers, man, y'all are killing me. Killing me. Not only did y'all drop, you know, character posters for Fast 9, y'all dropped like video character posters for Fast 9. And then drop the fucking teaser. <laughs> like, yo, I like it, man. I like it a lot. Trailer's coming Friday. Today is Thursday. Um, I'm excited, y'all, but I am not ready, man. We we got a Fast 9 teaser. We got the first footage of that official footage of Fast 9 the other day. And I'm agreeing with what a lot of people are saying on the Internet. I'm, I'm 100% agreeing with y'all when y'all say that. We are in for a treat Friday. Tomorrow, we are definitely going to get some shit shit because the trailer was, it was too subtle. It, it was very, um, it was calm. You know, you got Dom li literally in retirement, living on a farm. Like, this doesn't look like before where, you know, Fast 6, him and, him and Elena went off somewhere and they were living peacefully. Brian and Mia and um, little Jack were living somewhere peacefully. Everybody was doing their own thing. This is literally Dominic Toretto, little baby Brian and Letty living on a farm, <laughs> like literally living on a farm, like fixing tractors and shit. And I'm like, when the trailer goes off, you know, it's basically it starts off with dom he's 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 you know his son's helping him fix the tractor he picks up one of the wrong tools and dom looks at his son like yo you you sure you got the right one and the little boy little baby brian gets actually gets the right tool so they're fixing shit up and you know he's in the garage and he's he's narrating saying he can't live his life a quarter mile at a time anymore because he's a father understandable understandable man you got to give up that nice fuel injection lifestyle after a point man but you know there's a scene where dom's putting baby brian to sleep and he's looking at him. He gives him a kiss on the forehead and he says, I'll always be in your heart. And that kind of was a red flag because I don't know if he's just like telling him good night or if something had happened prior to this scene. And Letty comes in and she's like, I want to give you something. Your daddy gave this to me and I'm giving it to you for protection from what's coming. And she gives him the, the chain, the cross chain. And that's another red flag because for one she says it's for protection from what's coming now i don't feel like that's what letty really said in the movie i feel like that was like some adr work or something like that because these trailers i'm getting a little more savvy to how they edit things and how they insert certain things but may, it may or may not have been the actual audio itself i don't know but you know to say that to a child and to take that necklace off that necklace i feel like is some type of protection from from these characters has been passed around to from letty from um from dom and now she's passing on to brian so i feel like with that like i feel like that's that's symbolic like her taking it off means that she could probably be in harm's way so i you know i don't know man and you know the trailer just goes off the teaser goes off after that man so i really feel like like tomorrow i i'm gonna really i've said this before i'm gonna be an emotional wreck man it's already already been an emotional week as is but to get something that's gonna have me both emotional and, and excited at the same time is is gonna be nuts so with that being said to to you know pre-game for this fast nine trailer tomorrow which is rumored to be four minutes long man i i'm trying to tell you i'm not ready 
But to pregame for that, I wanted to do a top 10 list of Fast and Furious, like my favorite action scenes in the entire series. Now, I made this list a, a long time ago, probably before I even started the podcast three months ago. So one of the things I decided not to do when I made this list was I didn't put Hobbs and Shaw on this particular list. Now, as much as I wanted to, I've only seen Hobbs and Shaw like once or twice. So I haven't had as much time as I've had with the rest of the movies to really break down what my favorite scenes are. But I, I know one of them is definitely the, the you know, the chase in Chernobyl where um, Shaw, Hobbs and Brixton fight on the back of that flatbed truck. That's definitely one of my favorite action scenes all around. But, you know, just from start to finish, actually. But um, since that's not really in this Fast and Furious, I mean, it's in the timeline, but not really, because I just I'm actually going from, you know, parts one to Fate of the Furious, basically. So I didn't include Hobbs and Shaw. I'll do like another list or something for, you know, the inclusion of the Hobbs and Shaw movie because you know i i don't want to be unfair but i just decided to keep this you know dom and the crew you know their scenes and stuff and actually i'm lying because there isn't um there isn't a mention of tokyo drift in here either because i wanted to keep it you know one two four five six seven eight but yeah with that being said i'm actually going to start from i was going to do like my favorite first and then lead up to my least favorite but i think i'm going to do my number 10 and then work my way on down to my number one i feel like that's that's more uh you know it makes more sense to do so it's funny because the my number 10 favorite action scene sequence whatever you want to call it from the fast and furious franchise my number 10 is the truck sequence you know the the heist gone awry basically in the fast and the furious the first one that came out in 2001 now i had to pick this as my number 10 uh because this was before all the you know the the crazy mission impossible larger than life stunts however i it had to go on the list because i had to have one scene at least from the og fast and furious um movie and i, I felt like that was fair to do because there is a lot of um there's a lot of things in that first movie that are still applied to the series. You know, the the heists, you know, the jumping from truck to truck, the, the car crashes. The, I mean, there are fights sparingly in the movie, but um, the, it still has the DNA of what a Fast and Furious movie is. I mean, of course, because it's the OG, it's the template. But, you know, uh, there there are things that they did in the first movie that are still done in the in the later movies and the people that you know tend to hate on these movies don't they don't understand that but um i picked this scene because you know it's it's kind of tense man there's no music at all and you know they're going to heist this truck and vince actually is the one that slips up he shoots the little harpoon gun through the windshield and the, the truck driver's strapped basically he's got like a double barrels uh sawed off shotgun or something like that in his hand vince gets shot you know, he's hanging off the side of the truck, his arms uh, caught on some wiring or something like that. Then you got Brian and Mia speeding up. And Brian does this a lot where he tells Mia to take the wheel. 
and he actually does it in fast six but he tells her to take the wheel he he jumps onto the truck he's dodging uh shotgun shells that the the, the truck driver's still letting off because the truck drivers they said it earlier in the movie they're you know they're, they're going to get tired of this shit and they're going to start retaliating because they keep getting jacked on the highway so that's that's exactly what happens they got the retaliation but i, I like the fact that it's so fast-paced. Letty's driving underneath the uh she's driving underneath the truck to go try to save Vince. Letty smacks out. You know, Leon has to go has to go get her. Dom, you know, his car uh checks out cuz he gets a uh, shotgun shells through it and all that good stuff. It's a uh, it's it's a fast-paced intense scene, man. And I but I like the fact that Brian as much as him and Vince hated each other, he actually saved his life. I mean, I don't even think I think if Brian even wasn't a cop, he would have saved vince's life regardless but yeah man you know and then you know brian he he tosses vince onto the onto the car and then he he jumps onto the car and then mia just you know she 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 veers off the road it's a good scene man and i feel like if you go back and watch the first fast and furious movie it's kind of kind of i'm not gonna go too far because they have gone literally off the deep end with the action scenes but i love them but it's it kind of foreshadows what the series could possibly become um just a tad bit just a tad bit but yeah that's my number 10 the one of the og scenes definitely had to go in there man i wasn't gonna make a list without the first fast and furious going on there but my number nine on my list is fast and furious 2009 that scene where they do the first race for braga who you know Braga actually you know the spoiler alert whoever hasn't seen it he actually didn't end up being who he said he was um and they have this race to you know to get into basically to get into the 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 crew so to speak and earn Braga's respect basically to get a job for Braga and basically Dom is infiltrating just to find out who quote unquote kill Letty. Brian's doing it because he's doing the cop thing and he wants to find out what's going on with Braga. That's his job because he's Brian is back as an FBI agent in this movie. And people forget that one of the racers in this scene is Brandon T. <laughs> Brandon T. Jackson, man. Brandon T. Jackson from Tropic Thunder. If anybody hasn't seen Tropic Thunder, uh I don't know why, but he's in lottery ticket. He's in uh, Big Mama's house. Yeah, he is in that movie. But, um, yeah, he's one of the racers in that movie. He actually dies, though. He's trying to, you know, uh, sideswipe Dom off the off the uh, off the road. And Dom kind of like maneuvers in a way where his, you know, Brandon T. Jackson's car flips out. But it's a good scene, man. One of the things that one of the reasons I almost didn't put this on my list was that um, it this is when the Fast and Furious series felt like a video game. You know, they've got these uh, these GPS things that are you know, uh, programming their routes. And if you fuck up, then it will reroute your whole destination and everything. It'll tell you when you arrive. And it's basically GPS before GPS, um, just in a really f other fancy type of fast and furious way. But this was a good scene because this was Justin Lin. You know, a lot of people gave up on Justin Lin when Tokyo Drift came out. And, um, I they brought him back and I feel like he said, "Okay, I'm going to show you guys why you hired me in the first place." Tokyo Drift was me injecting some culture into the series, uh, well, some more culture into the series. The series was always multicultural to begin with, but 
I feel like Tokyo Drift was Justin Lin's way of saying, yo, this is me injecting culture into series, but I'm injecting the racing culture because Tokyo Drift, for all you fucking nitpickers out there, is the only movie in the series that is solely about racing. And that's just the truth. So I feel like when he came back to, you know, bring back the quote unquote original parts, um, he he racing was a was a big part of it. And I felt like that was his um you know, that was his way of saying, yo, I'm back. You guys brought me back for a reason. I can do these scenes you want with the people that you want. I can bring the fans back around. Just give me another chance type of thing. And if that was the case, he nailed it because this first race scene in Fast and Furious 4 is dope. It's one of the best scenes in the in the, in the the series. It's one of the best scenes in the movie. Not to mention Dom's uh, muscle car pops a willy the moment, they t- the moment they take off again when he's racing. That's his signature car move. Like when you have a signature and your car has a signature, you're certified badass, man. But one of the things I love about that scene is Brian is so, I don't even, at some point, you know, Brian's doing it to infiltrate and be a good cop. But I feel like Brian's doing it he gets so caught up in the race. He's he's got the little brother syndrome again because he's doing it. He's talking shit to Dom while he's doing it. And it kind of takes him back to, you know, when he lost that race and he's like, dude, I almost had you. It's back to the rivalry. So, you know, Dom kind of he, he you know, he he ba- he hits the back of his car when he's about to lose. And Brian spins out. So Dom ends up winning the race and Brian goes back straight back to the buster, straight back to little brother syndrome. And he gets out the car when Dom wins. And he's like, at least we know you can't beat me straight up. And Dom just kind of smiles at him like, I didn't know there were any rules. And it's it's that brotherhood, man, that rivalry. And that is a big part of that scene. You know, that's how the race actually ends with them, with, uh, you know, Dom winning the race and him getting the job. But it's definitely a good race scene because you need a good race scene in every fast and furious movie. At least I, I think so because it's, you know, it's, it's to please fans who think that it's started off as just about racing. Plus for fans like me who really know what it is, a race is always appreciated because it goes back to, um, like I said, some of the DNA. So that's number nine. My number eight would go to fast five, the vault sequence. Now, I remember seeing Fast Five when it came out, and this is when the series started to amplify everything. They brought in The Rock. Um, There was a certain loss of gravity and physics when uh, Fast Five came about. It was a heist film. And while I didn't get the car shit that I wanted as much in the movie, I got character interaction. So that compensates for a lot even though it's a fast and furious movie and it's definitely centered around car shit but i got a lot of character interaction so at the end when brian and dom with the help of elena and hobbs joining their you know joining them for the time being when brian and dom hooked the you know they hook up this this vault um what is that guy's name reyes they hook up reyes's vault with all his money this scene they definitely save that for last and while it's not anything crazy like they did in the later movies for a finale it's wild man shit gets wild and i don't know how they didn't splatter thousands and thousands of people in brazil while they're you know they're swinging this vault around this shit's like a wrecking ball on land like they are tearing shit up man now in real life we know physics fuck it physics went out the window probably in fast and furious four however 
yo, this scene is crazy, man. And it's, it's good to see Brian and Dom side by side in their cars working together again. I mean, like they always did, but to be carrying this vault while they're being chased by basically the entire Brazilian police department is crazy. And not only are they doing that, but they've got Mia on, a, you know, in the earpiece and she's like, she's checking the windows they have for street lights and the roads and shit like that. And then you got, um, what is it? Uh, Han and Roman are in police cars and they're, you know, uh, side swiping police out of the way on the left and right lanes and shit. So they can be clear to go wherever they have to go. Then you got Giselle, um, Leo and Santos, they, they're in a trash truck and shit, you know, just that's when they, they do the little switcheroo. They switch the vault for an empty one. So, you know, the tra the one that goes inside the trash truck, they, they show it at the end. They do a reveal of how it happened. Because, you know, when Hobbs and Elena catch uh, Dom and Brian on the, on the expressway, you know, they give him a, he's like, you got 24 hours, but I will find you and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take you in. But Dom knows his bullshit because he knows there's no money in the, in the vault. But what they do is they, you know, they, uh, Leo Santos and Giselle, they're in the trash truck. And when Dom and Brian drive up to it, they switch it. They, they take the safe with the money. I think it's a hundred million dollars inside this, uh, inside this safe. So they put it inside the trash truck and then they hook Leo and uh, Santos hook the, uh, the empty vault back onto it. Now this is, I know, I know it's, it, it sounds crazy. I know, but it's a fucking fast and furious movie. Um, and you have to suspend disbelief. Like they, they sometimes, they sometimes have to make things make sense, but it's like, you know, for the people out there, like, I know they wouldn't really be able to make a switch that fast. I get it. But, you know, you have to, like I said, you have to suspend disbelief for just a little bit. Actually, not not to mention, these are the best, <laughs> these are the best, uh, you know, best drivers in the world, man, like Dom said. So that's uh that's my number eight, man. It definitely had to, at Fast Five, a scene definitely had to go in there for Fast Five because that's... I can safely say that's definitely when shit started to hit the fan as far as the action scenes went. I don't know, you know, I guess Justin Lin figured since he brought the series back on track, so to speak, after um, Fast and Furious 4, I feel like with part five, he's like, okay, let me sh let me show y'all what I can really do. Like, I, I, I played by the rules. I brought everybody back and brought it, you know, brought it back home. It felt like home again. Let's let me let me take this shit to another level and really show y'all who Justin Lin is, man. So big shout out to Justin Lin for coming back in the series, man, and coming back again to do Fast 9 and 10. How fucking dope is that? But OK, let me move on. My number seven. This was serious, man. And funny thing is, my number seven has nothing to do with cars whatsoever. It's crazy, right? In a Fast and Furious uh, franchise, top sequences. My number seven has nothing to do with with fast cars at all. It's all hands. It's all handwork. You know what I'm saying? Um, that goes to the fate of the furious, the prison break scene with Hobbs and Shaw. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all a little story. Right. I was hyped. I knew it was going to be a big void to fill with um, Paul Walker not being in this movie, but. The Fate of Furious, I was hyped for it nonetheless because I, I have a lot of faith in these movies. Like I said, it's, I always say it's my favorite action franchise ever. Um, but when I saw that part in the trailer that 
<laughs> Hobbs and Shaw were locked up in the same place that Hobbs locked up Shaw in uh, Fast 7, at the end of Fast 7. Um, first of all, I thought it was pretty ironic, but I knew they were going to have some great back and forth banter because they hate each other. And the fact that they had to work together in this movie was was really intriguing to me. So when they are basically talking their shit in 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 the cells, they're actually in cells from you know right across from each other. How ironic is that, right? But when Shaw takes that taser and tases the guard, like the rock is kind of just you know like it's just a malfunction when the doors and shit open and the alarms go off. The rock is uh, Shaw Hobbs is basically like, look, man, I, he tells Mister Nobody, he's like, listen, man, I I know what you're doing. I'm gonna get out the right way. I'm gonna get out my way. And Shaw's not trying to hear none of that shit. So he takes advantage of the situation that he tases that guard and he tases like the control panel that's above his cell, and that causes every cell door to open up in this prison and when i say they this music starts playing i can't i wish i would have took down the name of the song actually this music starts playing and everybody runs out the cells and they start fucking these guards up they're not fighting each other these guys are going toe to fucking toe with every single guard in this prison man and when i tell y'all i was like i felt like i was there like at a fucking wrestling match cheering them on like yo get him hit that boy in the face like yo i was really snapping when that scene happened and the rock basically he don't even want to fuck anybody up He's going, he's trying to make sure Shaw doesn't get away. And Jason Statham, he's doing his own stunt here. And Jason Statham, literally, he's like a fucking ninja. He leaps over the rail and, and he just grabs a guard. Is it a, I think it's a guard or, or an inmate. He grabs somebody as soon as he leaps off the rail. And, and actually, when he leaps off the rail and he does like this roll, this ninja roll. And he grabs somebody while a guard in front of the person he grabs is shooting rubber bullets off so he's using this guy as a shield and the while jason statham is finesse the rock is power he's you know he's he's just jumping clean off of railings breaking his uh you know kind of like bracing himself on the on the cage on the side of a cage and then he's just just whooping ass man he's whooping ass the rock is you know uh he's fist you know slamming his fists into two dudes heads at once while they do backflips from the impact and shit jason statham's climbing on the gate on the sides of the gates and flipping all over the place and the funny thing is statham and the rock don't even get a chance to fight in this scene they're just fucking everybody up the rock is you know getting hit with rubber bullets and that just that just irked him you know that he's not even phased by the rubber bullets he kind of just like you know like he he grunts and he groans but he's running through these rubber bullets like there's a scene where he grabs a guy one of the guards by the helmet and he headbutts this guy to the point where he just gets knocked unconscious and there's three other guys staring at him with the tasers in their hands like well he just headbutted this guy with a helmet on so what are we about to do and all you see is the rock charge towards these guys then they cut to a hallway and you see all three of them just go flying like like backwards when the rock hits them. This shit is bonkers, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. This got to be one of the best fight sequences in the entire series. But it's one of the best sequences, period, because it has nothing to do with cars, man. They had, yo, I'm trying to tell y'all this scene is insane, man. And the time by the time that Hobbs and Shaw actually get to square up, you know they're surrounded. Mister Nobody's got um he's got he's got them all surrounded with his people, and he's basically the one that just orchestrated the whole prison break, man. And that that's a good 
thing with they did with Kurt Russell's character. He pulls a lot of strings. I had my gripes with that character slightly, but he pulls a lot of strings, man. So that prison break sequence is definitely badass, yo. It's one of the best scenes in the entire series. Um, my number six scene is also from the Fate of the Furious, and it's the Dom Chase slash Harpoon sequence. Now, this is... If anybody hasn't seen Fate of Furious, Dom basically, you know, he he has to turn against his family because Cypher, played by Charlize Theron, basically has him by the balls. And, I, you know, I figure at this point people would know what it is, but I don't really want to get all into the plot. I just want to get to get into why I pick these scenes and what the scenes are. Actually, I don't want to spend too much time on this than I already have. But basically, they're chasing the crew is chasing Dom. You've got Letty, Tej, Roman, Shaw. Uh, Ramsey's in the in the car with um uh with Tej and then you've got Little Nobody played by Scott Eastwood and they're chasing Dom and you know Dom is actually cornered at some point you know the team is right in front of him all their cars are blocking off the, the the end of the block and what Dom does is it's crazy because I never noticed this the first time I watched it. What Dom does is he basically jukes them in a car. He jukes a uh, little nobody because he tries to go straight for him. Dom jukes him and sends him in the, in the opposite direction. So they're chasing Dom and, you know, he blocks off the street. He knocks down this big, uh, this big, I can't remember what the hell it's called, but whatever the metal thing is, construction workers use when they, you know, they do outside building work. He knocks one of those down. It falls on little nobody and it should have, should have killed him, but it's a fast and furious movie. We need him for a sequel probably, but, um, you know, while they're chasing Dom, they really can't keep up because he is just he's just like uh, burning rubber at this point. And speaking of burning rubber, I will get to that in a second. They literally while they know they can't catch Dom, they have these uh, these switches, these buttons in their car and they hit the buttons and the switches and they have harpoons that are stuck to uh, that that are attached to their cars. So the harpoons are now sticking. Everybody hits a harpoon into Dom's car and it's like they basically have to tame the beast, you know, and that's the scene where it just goes to show you cannot contain control nor tame dominic toretto man he's going to find a way and they all literally are they have their cars in reverse and dom is right in the middle while they all have the harpoons uh, stuck into his car so he can't go anywhere and his car is so souped up that people's tires start smoking and you know letty's tires catch on fire because she you know she's got her car in reverse and dom is just trying to escape so dom maneuvers in a way where you know he Roman's going backwards and he's driving forwards. I think no Roman's going backwards and Dom is going backwards and you know, it causes Roman's, uh, you know, his car to flip over. So he, he elbows his door, his door flies off and his uh, driver's side door, the harpoon in, in that door is connected to Hobbs's truck. So he elbows the door. It flies off. Hobbs goes, Hobbs goes flying backwards. Like, Shaw is behind him. Letty and Roman are attached to him, so he drives his shit in reverse and basically has Letty and Ro uh, Letty and uh, Tej flip into each other. Like it's, I, I know I'm going off the deep end and I sound a little discombobulated, but it's fucking wild, man. It's one of the best. It's one of the best shots in the series too, because there's like an overhead shot of Dom's car just in the middle, tire smoking, and everybody that have the harpoons attached to his car, they are just, you know, just holding them in place. And it's it's one of the best shots in the entire movie. Shout out to F. Gary Gray for doing a bang up job on, you know, on um, 
the fate of the furious one of the things i notice i always notice and i point out to people about the fate of the furious for the most part it's a little more grounded than fast seven fast seven went crazy extravagant with it and shout out to james wan for that but i feel like f gary grave really he he made it he made it a little more grounded to the point where it felt more like a justin lynn type of movie and i say that because justin lynn did a lot of i mean all the fast furious movies do practical stunts but there's a certain cg that they layer on top of it to where you can tell who made it or at least i can like i can tell that fast seven was a james wan movie you can tell fast six and five and uh or um justin lynn movies and fate of the furious f gary gray definitely made his mark on that as far as how much cg you're going to layer on top of um on top of a, a you know action or set piece so yeah uh where am i people number five my number five favorite fast and furious movie in the series i'm actually it's actually playing on my tv down here right now i just have the volume all the way down so it wasn't too distracting but my number five is from fast and furious six the runway finale now i know this runway um as far as the timing goes of this movie in this ending sequence this runway is about 67 galaxies long. Yeah, this this runway, y'all, like I remember when this movie came out as great as it was, as a, as epic as it was, there was an ongoing meme about this fucking runway and me and my homie used to make fun of it so much because I'm like, "Wait, how long?" It wasn't until I watched it again like, "Wait, how long is this runway, man?" And there's a meme, there was a meme that came out years ago when the movie first came out where it says regular runways and then it's a you know it's like a regular distance on a map or something like that and then it says fast and furious six runways and it's literally a trail going across <laughs> across the world atlas and this is a long ass runway man but it's like they literally kept me glued so well that i didn't give a shit how long this runway was because the scene is so great you've got car action you've got fight action you've got mia trying to escape you've got brian trying to save her but in the miss brian's fighting luke evans vin diesel's fighting um damn i can't remember the big guy's name but it takes him and the rock to take this fucking guy down and the scene is awesome man and you've got roman and tej doing their back and forth shit um you know they're in a jeep and they you know romans fighting joe taslam you know they're one of them is romans in his jeep joe taslam's in his jeep being driven by one of the other goon members and roman and him are just fighting side by side in these jeeps there's so much shit going on brian and mia get off uh get off the plane get off the the plane and they drive a car out of the plane you know they kill the girl that's in the flip car Han and Giselle are, you know, they're being attacked by the the ball headed goon dude. Giselle dies, and Han throws the guy into the into into the engine. Like it's it's crazy, man. But they did more than enough. They didn't have to do all that, but they did it, and they made it work because it was a balancing act. And it, you know, none of the plates fell during the balancing act. I gotta say that. And I'm not saying that just because Fast and Furious Six is my favorite in the series, but that is the scene where. You could have easily been like, yo, there's too much going on right now. And every time they cut to different characters with different things going on, it worked. And in the midst of all of this, they're shooting harpoons into 
the flaps of, of the airplane into the flaps into the wings to try to you know weigh down the 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 jet so it can, or the plane so that it can't take off and everybody's harpooned into it at you know at the end and they're dragging it down and it's about it's, it's caught fire it's about to explode dom has opportunity to jump off with everybody else but he goes after luke evans and he goes after um the nightshade device that um uh, that the crew, the uh, the bad crew are trying to steal. Dom ends up, you know, quote unquote, killing Luke Evans. We know his character comes back, but um, Dom drives the fucking drives a fucking car through the front of the plane while it's burning up and exploding. And as soon as Dom drives out the plane, he smacks out. He 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 peels out and he flips his car over like a thousand times. It's a banging ass shot that Justin Lin loves to use. He uses it like three times in the series. Um, where you can see the inside of the car while Dom's flipping over and over and over. And he actually tries to break. I love that he tries to brace himself. He puts his hand on the roof of the car, you know, on the inside roof of the car while it's flipping around. And, you know, Dom walks out victorious at the end with the nightshade device, man. It's, it's, it's a good shot at the end of the scene. And it's just a good scene altogether, man. The runway, man, it's, it's one of my... Every time I watch Fast Six, and I know that runway scene is coming up, like I, I, I have to get comfortable all over again because it's, it's just a hell of a ride that they, that they, you know, that they give you. So again, shout out to Justin Lin, man. Now I, I'm really showing favor. I'm about to show some favoritism, man, because my number five is from Fast and Furious Six, also. Oh wait, I said number five. I meant to say my number four. I'm tripping. My number four is from Fast and Furious Six, also, and this is the bridge tank sequence this this was on a whole different level i mean i was i was ready for it because in the trailer they showed the tank and i'm like oh okay y'all have y'all have y'all are about to take me somewhere where i didn't even expect to go this year and not only was it crazy when the tank first showed up but luke evans is insane yo He's shooting cars. He's shooting uh, parts of the bridge. He's running over cars, crushing cars. Like the human casualties for Fast Six gotta be something fierce because Luke Evans literally is driving on the wrong side of the road on the on the on the freeway, and he's just crushing people like a big ass monster truck. Literally just crushing people to the point where they just start stopping and getting out their cars and just leaving their shits on the road. And you got Dom, Brian, and Roman. And I love that they're in like Spain, but they're in cars that are red, white, and blue. Um, Dom's got this uh, this Daytona car that's red. Brian's got this this fancy sports car that's blue. Roman's got this. I want to say it's a Mustang that's white. So they all got the red, white, and blue cars. I think that was a nice touch. I don't know if they did that on purpose or not, but it was a nice touch. But you know, you got one of the best parts from Roman in the series uh, in this scene too, because when the tank is just going crazy. You know, it, it tries to run over Roman, but it shoots the it shoots, um, you know, one of the rockets out the tank. And when it does, it kind of slows down. So Roman doesn't get crushed fully, but it's eaten away at the, um, you know, at the back of his car while it's about to crush it. So he basically puts a you know, he wraps the the the, the cable around the, the barrel of the tank. And Brian actually saves Roman because, you know, right before his car gets crushed completely, Roman jumps off the fucking car. Like, it's a crazy slow motion shot where Roman jumps off his car as the tank is crushing it. And he lands right on the top of Brian's car. And then he gets in the car and he kind of cheers. And it's a good, it goes back to a good uh, Roman and uh, Brian brotherhood moment, man. They're always saving each other and stuff like that. So, um, 
Yeah, that's it's, it's definitely a good scene, man. Plus, this is a scene where, you know, while all the tank, the crazy tank and car shit is going on, this is when a moment defied physics and gravity that kind of, when I first saw it, I really was in shock and I didn't know how I feel about it. So Letty, you know, Letty's trying to get the cable off of, uh, off of the tank and Shaw, basically, he knows he's going to kill her. So when he goes to turn uh, the barrel towards uh, Dom's car, Dom basically surfs his car because he sees Letty's about to die while she's on top of his tank. Dom surfs his goddamn Daytona into the guardrail and he flies off of it like Superman because the tank flips over and Letty's in midair. She's flying. Her ass is about to be ghost. And Dom surfs his car into the guardrail and flies off and catches Letty in midair in the middle of, you know, where there's where the, the road separates, where you can fall. Dom catches Letty in midair and he grabs her tightly and their impact. He's, you know, he catches her and he, he, he slams his back slams into a car windshield. And that's that. And I know a lot of people when they saw that were pissed and they were like, wait, how sway? How in the hell does this happen? Me? I was in shock. But I think after, you know, after I, like my state of shock disappeared, I, I think I started cheering like I was hyped like, yo, let's go, <laughs> like let's go, man, because not only is that a sign of true love, man, but that's a sign. That's Justin Lin saying, yo, let me show y'all who I am. Let me show y'all what I can do, man. I'm going to blow the doors off of these action sequences. I'm telling y'all. So, man, a, another reason why fast and furious six man and I, all right i'm gonna stop getting on your nerves because my number three is another this i promise y'all this is my last fast and furious six reference in this episode but i had to give my number three to the flip car chase sequence the flip cars in fast and furious six are some of the greatest vehicles i have ever seen in the fast and furious franchise and it's nothing fancy about them they got these skeletal frames and they got these um these um you know, these ramps on the front so that if you try to come power right into it and, and uh, you know, do a head on collision, your ass is going flying in the air a couple feet. And I'd love that because the flip car chase sequence, this is when I first saw this, I'm like, yo, this is the first action scene. This is something that feels like it could have been a, a, a finale, like the first action sequence with the flip car in Fast 6 feels like it could have been the ending. But clearly that was Justin Lin saying, yo. This is only what I'm giving y'all in the beginning. So imagine what I got in store for y'all for the, for, you know, for the, sec the second and third act. So I was kind of just confused when the flip card chase sequence was going because you got Dom, uh, Hobbs and um, Jesus, what was a uh, Riley played by Gina Carano. And I don't you know, the only reason I knew is because her she just popped up on screen just now. But Hobbs and Riley and Dom and the crew are chasing after these flip cards. It's two flip cards and I think one Jeep excuse me with um the the bad guys in it but luke evans and his uh his trusty shorty they are in the flip cars and they are just sending shit flying and not only that but they have these chip guns where you know the goons that are in the jeep they're shooting these these uh you know, these futuristic looking, you know, Roman calls it a hockey puck. And that's exactly what they look like. But they're, you know, they're really um, advanced tech. So they keep shooting them onto the cars. They hit Roman's car with it. They hit Brian's car with it. They hit Taj's car with it. And, you know, you see they have this little um, this tablet. And the thing that these chips do is when they get connected to your car, once they hit the button, um, 
they hit a certain button, this chip will take control of your car and they turned your tires inward in the same direction. And when they did that, like they, they got, they have a shot where, you know, you see the, the, the lights on the chip on Tej's car go from blue to red. And when they go red, they pan down and they show there is, there's a shot of Roman's, uh, uh, damn it, Tej's tires and they just turn inward and Tej can't even turn his steering wheel against it. And he bangs out. He, he smacks out. They do the same thing to Roman. And these guys have Roman and Tej have car crashes where, you would wonder like uh how did they survive this shit but again these they 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 are those guys man it's the fast and furious crew man best drivers in the world if you you better know it but um yeah man they smack out and brian this is one of the reasons why brian is one of the best drivers in the in the entire crew for me because he knows how to maneuver now while dom does all the death defying shit brian does all the strategic shit because he tries to actually dip and dodge the chip when they shoot it at his car so it lands on the front of his bumper so when they hit the red you know when they hit the button for it to be red um to turn his tires inward he kind of maneuvers and hits like a pole or something to smack the chip off of his car so brian doesn't get his car tires turned inward but what he does have is you know he's getting happy feet he's ramming into the back of the jeep while he's trying to take him down in the tunnel and the jeep moves out the way the way really quick and the flip car runs right into brian and you get that shot again where it's the interior of the car and it's basically just rotating while brian is saying oh shit in slow motion so the flip car sequence man is crazy not to mention after all the flip car shit is said and done um you get the first encounter again with uh dom and letty and letty you know of course she's lost her memory in fast six she doesn't know who the hell he is so she shoots him in the shoulder and she just peels off but that fast six flip car sequence man it's one of the greatest one of the greatest now gearing towards the end people my number two goes to my second favorite fast furious movie furious seven and this number two favorite sequence would have to be the plane slash mountain chase slash bus sequence yo let me tell y'all something when i first saw when i first said jesus christ man i'm um when I first saw this trailer, I'm trying to tell y'all, man, that it opened up. First of all, I was sad already because Paul Walker was already gone by the time they released the trailer. So when they opened it up with these motherfuckers dropping cars out of a plane, not only dropping cars out of a plane, but dropping cars out of a plane and, 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 and they had parachutes attached to them to break their fall. Yo, I, I'm I'm trying to tell y'all, man, shout out to James Wan, because I had never seen no shit like that in my life. And not only are they cracking jokes before they, you know, before they drive out the plane, they're cracking jokes on the way down. You know, uh, Roman doesn't want to do it. That's one of the funniest Roman Pierce fucking scenes in the entire series is when Roman's like, listen, man, I'm sorry I let y'all down. I'm going to stay up here because it's like, yo, I... I agree 100%, man. I really do because I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, there's, um, they said the parachutes were guided by GPS. Fuck all that, man. I'm telling you, like, uh, nope. Roman Pierce all the way. I, I definitely agree with what he said. But, um, yeah, man. I, <sighs> Jesus. This was, this was a scene for the books, man. And then it's like, it's a treat because when, when they detach from the parachutes, 
once Dom's tires, he is the first car to hit the ground. Once Dom's tires hit that ground, it's like, okay, we had to go through that. Now we, now it's home sweet home. This is where we belong on the ground, four wheels to the ground, rolling, rocking and rolling. And it's, it, and they play that fast and furious music, music as soon as all the cars hit the, uh, hit the ground. And then, you know, they, they're chasing the convoy. They got to get Ramsey played by Natalie Emmanuel and they form you know, there, there's armor piercing rounds and the turret guns on, on the bus. They're, they're loaded, man. They locked and loaded. And, uh, Tony Jaws actually, the, the Kiet, he plays Kiet. He's actually on the bus. And, you know, they, they got these, these gadgets where they shoot these, they shoot these charges into, um, into the sides of the bus. Roman and Brian shoot these charges. They blow the charges and they kind of, um, they, you know, they send like a shockwave type explosion through the bus and Dom and Letty hook harpoons up to the back of the bus. They hit the brakes. They pull the back of the bus off and there's Brian, you know, he surfs his car while Tej gives him a boost and Brian, he sends Brian flying into the bus. Brian jumps onto the bus and starts whooping ass and, you know, he whoops ass. He saves Ramsey. Now, my only problem with this. What the fuck was the driver of the bus doing this entire time? Like, I don't know if it was in his contract that just said, yo. Here's a trillion dollars. Just drive sign here. Like, because this driver, all the shooting and the talking and Ramsey getting out. I, I really think that that was in his contract was just period drive period in all caps. You know what I'm saying? Like his salary was there and his, you know, for his John Hancock to be, to be signed was right there after that, because this driver does not budge until this motherfucker gets shot and he dies. So, you know, Brian rescues Ramsey and um, Brian and Kiet have this fight scene on there. It's a dope ass fight scene with Paul Walker and Tony Ja, man. And um, it just goes to show Brian is definitely one to throw down. Like he's, he, you know, he don't back down anybody. I love it. So they have a fight scene and the bus driver actually gets shot. And like I said, he dies and the bus tips over. So when the bus tips over, you know, this is even before the bus tips over, man, Dom Jason Statham finds Dom and he, you know, Ramsey's on the car and Jason Statham is slamming in, into Dom's car trying to, you know, trying to get Ramsey to die, to uh, fall off of it and possibly, hopefully die. And, you know, Dom basically hits, hits the gas and um, he shifts gears and his car kind of pops like a little, a little baby willy and Ramsey kind of flies up where he grabs her and pulls her into the sunroof. That is a, yo, man, it's the, the way that Fast 7 was constructed is so awesome, man. And... You know, while all of this is going on, you got the the mountain chase with ha, with uh, Shaw and Dom and a couple other goons that are pretty uh, disposable because you don't really give a shit when they die. It's really just about Dom protecting Ramsey and Shaw trying to kill them. And you get Shaw, um, you know, get hit. Roman actually pops up, and that's a testament to why Roman is has always been clutch in these movies because just when you don't think he's he's going to pop up. Or when you forget about him, he pops up and he does something cool. So that's what Roman does. You know, he pops out of nowhere. He rams into Shaw's car and then Dom kind of assists him with the ram and they knock Shaw off the side of the cliff. Now, Dom is out of his fucking mind because he tells Roman to go and go to the others. And, you know, then you get the dialogue with Jaiman Hansu and, and his goons are ready to aim fire at Dom and Ramsey. So what they do is Dom, you know, tells Ramsey to put her helmet on and he goes plunging off of this cliff. He goes plunging off of the cliff, and I guess because he wanted Tej to combine um, the muscle car with the armor car, I guess there's that much armor that they didn't die, but yo, 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 that, uh, that crash, man, 
is serious. I like the crash. I'm I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Like I I know it's a Fast and Furious movie, but that crash. But I let it slide. I let it slide because I know what I'm in for. But even after all of that, uh, Brian and Kiet fight. The bus driver gets hit. The bus flips over. Kiet slams the you know the door shut. Brian can't get out. Kiet you know he does a little ninja roll and he runs off out off the bus. This is a scene that I, is, is very tense, and this is why um, James Wan is good at injecting uh, thriller and tension into even something like an action movie, a Fast and Furious movie. Because we got to remember, James Wan, his background is like, you know, Saw, and um, I, I, want, I don't remember if it's The Conjuring or Insidious. It's one of those movies in that universe. And, you know, Death Sentence, he's good at tension. He's good at suspense. So... Brian, this bus is going off the edge of a cliff and Brian basically has to maneuver his way out of the bus and he's climbing on it. And this motherfucker runs up the side of the bus as it's literally falling off the cliff. And in comes Letty with this badass Dodge. Uh, I don't even know what the hell she has, but basically Brian, she's there in the nick of time and she drifts. I want to know who the hell taught Letty how to drift. She drifts. And as she drifts on on the edge of that cliff, Brian jumps and he screams and it's slow motion and it's dramatic. And he grabs on to the, you know, to the wing of the car, the back of that car. And you see the bus just fall and it crashes. And then Letty just, you know, she hits the brakes and Brian flies off. And then you get this badass guitar riff music that plays when when Brian's on the ground catching his breath. And Letty just gets out the car and looks at him. She's like, you good? And he just looks back at her like he says, thank you. He gets in the car and they peel off, man. Like, I I don't know. I mean, it was in the trailer, so you knew it was coming. But to see it in its entirety and what led up to it, hands down, it's number two for a good goddamn reason, y'all. It's one of the greatest action scenes I've ever seen in my life. But, 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 one of the greatest action scenes I've seen in the series and in my life too, my number one, man, I'm finally there, y'all, <sighs> goes to this honor of my number one of my top five Fast and Furious action sequences. My number one goes to Furious 7 again, the Lycan Hypersport Dubai building jump sequence. When I tell y'all, I saw this in the Super Bowl trailer for one. All right, that's number one. These motherfuckers drove a sports car through three buildings and survived. So when I saw that in Super Bowl trailer, I almost, I almost cried. Like I almost like, like cried like I squealed for joy. Do you understand? Do you guys understand? It's like, listen. I've seen a lot of action scenes in my life that are just amazing, that just keep me glued. Like, you know, whether I was in my stoner phase in my life and just really used to space out and literally sit in front of the TV watching action movies, or whether I was completely sober, you know, just completely sober. This is something I enjoy just as good either way. It it it, ne- it never gets old for me. The entire buildup for this, you know, as soon as they get the like in hypersport, they drive it through the gate 
you know, just in time because everything's shutting down, security shutting shit down. Jason Statham pops up. He finds out where they are. He pops up, suited up with a tuxedo and a fucking machine gun in his hand. He fires off into the air. People go scattering. He looks at this like in hypersport. It's tenant windows, but he knows Dom is in there. He looks in there or he looks at the car. Dom's looking at him. He starts shooting at the car. Now, luckily, the car is bulletproof. It's, it belongs to the prince in Dubai and the car is bulletproof. But Dom just starts, you know, doing donuts in, in that bitch up uh, where the party where, where they're having this party at. Dom just is driving in a circle in this entire room. And Shaw is not letting up. He's letting off shots at this thing like it's no tomorrow because he wants these motherfuckers dead. He is on a mission. So not only is it Dom in the like in hypersport, Brian's in the car, too. I mean, it's bittersweet because I know that, you know, it wasn't Paul Walker in that scene. Rest in peace again. It was um his brothers. But and you can kind of tell. But the CG looked awesome. It looked good. They did the best job that they could do with it. So not only are they driving in a circle to evade Shaw, you know, they kind of spin out and they hit Shaw and he like just he just safely rolls over the top of the car. But he gets right back up, crouches down and starts shooting at this thing again. Then he starts letting the grenades off. This shit is not only a machine gun, it's a grenade launcher. He starts letting the grenades off. It's a dope ass slow motion shot of uh, the grenade exploding while the car is like slowing down. They, they do like some crazy transformer type sound effects to it. But to make matters worse, when Dom spins out after Shaw lets off that grenade, he's like, fuck this, man. We're not dying today. But I don't know how he could have that in his thought process when he does what he does next, because Dom goes straight for the window. And this is a fast paced shot, people like it makes me nervous every time I watch this movie. I don't care how many times I've seen it. And Brian's telling him, Dom, cars don't fly. And Dom is just still hitting the gas. And Shaw's pumping another grenade into his uh, into his uh, gun. And Brian just tells him again. He's like, Dom, cars don't fly like and I feel it because he had to tell him again. And Dom drives through the fucking window and the shot is beautiful. You can see the sun. You can see the background. It's just beautiful. It's scary. It's tense. And it's just beautiful. James Wan, man, he, 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 he knows what he's doing. He injected something different into the series. And then you get this this shot of Brian like kind of exhaling nervously while the car is just in midair flying. Shaw doesn't give a shit though. They're in midair going to the next building. Shaw shoots another grenade that hits them in, in the that hits the car in the you know in the bumper, the back bumper. And it hits the car and it kind of gives them a boost into the next building. So they fly through the next building. And they're going through all this construction on that floor. They're driving through everything. The, the guy that's doing the construction on the floor, he actually looks at the car and it just just lets it pass by. He's like, what the hell? But then Dom's hitting the brakes. The brakes don't work. So Brian is still trying to get the, um, what is it? The, the oh, Jesus Christ. Is it the God's Eye chip? He's still trying to get the God's Eye chip out of, um, you know, out of the... Uh, the you know the middle console it's like trapped in all this glass and shit so he's just breaking it hitting it so he can he can uh, pry that thing out of there and all while he's doing that dom's like fuck this man i have no other choice man i'm sorry he doesn't say that but he's and he doesn't look it either because he looks so determined that he knows what the fuck he's doing so he, the brakes don't work so what's the next thing to do hit the gas so dom hits the gas and brian just starts saying screaming no like repeatedly he's like no 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 and Dom drives through another building. He drives out of that building. It's a beautiful ass slow motion shot again of the Lycan Hypersport in midair flying towards the next building. They crash through the third building. 
where there's a, another party going on. They start hitting all of these statues and ancient artifacts and shit, but they're doing, they're literally doing donuts at this point. In the first building, they weren't. Dom was driving in a circle. They are literally spinning out of control at this point. So what Dom does is kind of slowing them down, the, the, all the uh, statues and shit that they're hitting. So Dom hits the doors. The doors fly up and they break off because they go underneath of this, uh, this uh, I don't know what the thing is, they go underneath, but it breaks off both the doors. So Brian gets the chip and Dom tells him to jump out. Brian jumps out and rolls away. Dom jumps out at the last minute, literally. And when I say this scene always makes my heart stop. When Dom jumps out, the Lycan Hypersport flies through the last window of the building, of the third building. And when it flies out, you see it going to the ground. Dom literally slides to the edge of this window, to the edge of this window. And you can hear it. You can hear it squeak while he's slipping. He literally stops at the edge, literally at the edge, a quarter of an inch further. And Dom's ass would have been dead. Boom. No more. And just the timing and where they had him stop at is so perfectly insanely tense yo it's crazy how they how they did this scene man it's one of the greatest scenes i've ever seen in my life man and like i said every time i watch it it's the same as when i watched it for the first time because it's just so the pacing is just so crazy to it man and not only do you see everything that's going on you you, you really don't know at this point like you know they might you know they're going to get away you know they're not going to kill dom and brian in a scene and you know they're gonna figure it out, but you don't know how. So to see that car spin out of control and to just see them, I mean, Brian got away scot-free because he was all the way across the room, but Dom, that when he slips, man, I'm telling you, my heart stops literally every single time, y'all. And rightfully so, man. I don't have a lot of heart-stopping moments in the Fast and Furious series, and James Wan is one of the directors that delivered that for me, man at least one of them i have, will have to go back and do another list of heart stopping moments but that shit takes the cake man it's number one for a reason and with fast nine trailer dropping this is one of the reasons why i said i'm excited but i'm not ready because i know they never disappoint me they up the ante like even though i made a statement in the beginning of the episode early on when i said that um um f gary gray had it a little more grounded as far as like physics go they still up the ante because there's a submarine at the end for god's sakes it, this shit turns into vigilante 8 and if anybody hasn't played vigilante 8 do yourself a favor and go and, and, and check out check out some gameplay on vigilante 8 yeah the graphics don't hold up it was on n64 and dreamcast but this shit where we last left off man i'm trying to tell y'all that's why I want Fast and Furious 10 to be a post-apocalyptic film like on some Mad Max shit. Everybody car has got to have specials on it. Because if you think about it, the shit really... Oh, oh yeah, I, let me backtrack real quick. Uh, if anybody that has played Vigilante 8, check out the gameplay. It's basically Twisted Metal. It's just not as popular as Twisted Metal. I don't think they had as many games. They only had two. But everybody on Vigilante 8, the video game, you get it, you hit a certain box and everybody's car has a customized special on it. And that's exactly what the fuck they had in... Um, in, in the fate of the furious basically dom had an emp that knocked out electricity and power and shit like that letty had something that you know gave her a, a gave her car a bounce so that she can get over the icebergs that were about to take them under tej's truck had a, a harpoon on it roman didn't have anything on a lamborghini hobbs uh hobbs's um you know his his ice record truck thing he had um they shot a rocket at it but he he you know the the little 
thing he has to scoop shit up in the front of it, it went all the way to the back of the truck and it took the fall for it. You know, it took the uh, took the cover fire for the rocket. All these cars have specials on them, yo. They really do. And it's and, and for God's sakes, they had jetpacks. So, you know, while F. Gary Gray did ground the Fate of Furious, it's still up the ante. So I don't know what's in store tomorrow, man. I really don't. And the shit terrifies me. It really terrifies me because I I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, man. I know they're going to up the ante, but I don't know. I I, I don't know how. And it's the, the suspense is killing me, man. So, you know, as I wrap it up tomorrow, you know, that's that's my list. But tomorrow, 3 p.m., man, y'all got I need y'all to bear with me, because like I said, I'm going to do, uh, you know, I'm going to play the trailer in the background while I do an episode. I'm going to talk about it afterwards. I'm going to play the trailer two times max. I'm going to keep my promise. At least I'm going to try to. At least I'm going to try to. I'm going to watch it two times max for y'all. And then I'm going to talk about it, man. Hopefully I'm not an emotional wreck. Y'all are going to have to deal with a lot of shit for me tomorrow. But hopefully y'all stay true to me, man. I, You know, I, I gave y'all a warning. I've been warning y'all about this for a while. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the same way when the Halloween Kills trailer drops. So I'll always give people a heads up when I'm going to be an emotional wreck in my, um, you know, in my episodes. So, yeah, man, to... Wrap this up, man. Y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public. Shout out to Anchor, man. I need y'all. I, I need y'all, man. I need y'all. Y'all are the foundation. So come on, man. Get me out. Get me out there. Get my um. Get the podcast on other platforms. I'll be patient. I'll be patient. And I'll definitely shout y'all out again when y'all make that happen. Um, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Um... You know, I, I know I'm going to get on the Cinemaniacs nerves tomorrow because I know there's a lot of people in there that get tired of hearing me talk about Fast and Furious. And I'm sorry, man. I, you know, there's a lot of shit I get tired of hearing other people talk about, but I don't tell them that. You know, I just let them be great. So I'm definitely going to be pissing people off tomorrow. I'm sorry, y'all. Maniacs, I'm sorry. You heard it here first. Uh, but shout out to the Maniacs. Also, shout out to the two the reviewers, man. The listeners out there, man. Y'all are keeping me afloat. Still pushing for the 300 Spartan status as far as the listens and the spins go. I'm going to get there, man. And I won't get there without y'all, man. I wouldn't have been here without y'all, man. So keep showing love. Keep supporting, man. I definitely appreciate everything y'all are doing, man. I appreciate every single listen individually for the Tudor Reviews podcast. And with that being said, another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can, y'all. I'll check y'all on the next one. Yours truly, Romero Tudor. I should have said that before I said check y'all on the next one. Y'all get the idea, man. Y'all get what I'm saying at this point. I say the same thing of like every outro unless I'm switching it up like I'm doing now. But fuck all that. Tomorrow's gonna tomorrow's gonna be a very good day, people. Very good day. So I'll catch y'all on the next episode.